Chrysanthemum Cliff. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Oh, Merry wow. Christmas, Spade. It's Christmas. Spade's like Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. That's what it sounds like when Spade says Merry Christmas. And you know what he says a lot, Heather? What? Merry Christmas. Just over and over and over and over and over at FedEx people, at mail people, at people mowing lawns. It's um, He's very festive. That's what I'm trying to say. I love that he's in this podcast. He's in every podcast I've ever recorded, pretty much. He has been immortalized on the internet forever. Many, Uh, many times. Cliff, you know, Santa did the work last night. Do you have any idea how fast Santa's sleigh was traveling to make it to all the homes? I don't, but I have to assume very, very fast. 4,921,200 miles per hour. Wow, that's those reindeer cook. That's crazy. I know. Uh, speaking of the reindeer, did you know that the fact that Rudolph's nose glows is special, but the fact that it's red is not? I did not. <laughs> Apparently, there are a lot of red-nosed reindeers out there. Really? Uh, it's because reindeer, when they're exposed to extreme cold, they've got all these extra blood vessels in their nose. And much like humans, when, when they've got the red nose with the blood vessels that are popping out, uh, mm-hmm. gin blossoms, reindeers' noses are often red. Interesting. So it's not because reindeer drink excessively. It's because they're cold. I mean, that too, probably. Probably not. (laughs) Reindeer, they are fine, upstanding citizens. They would never drink to excess. Well, for a long time, people were hypothesizing that Rudolph's nose was red because of a parasitic respiratory infection, and that is completely untrue. However, now there might be a rumor going around that Rudolph was an alcoholic. I like the idea that they're like, well, we've looked into it and we think it's probably parasites. We don't think about the fact that why it glowed and maybe it's just a story, but (laughs) neither here nor there. Uh, It lit its way through a foggy night. Right. Well, a foggy night of drinking. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. Um, But also shout out to um, our friends in Sweden. You have something in common with Cliff. I mean, all my relatives live in Sweden, so we actually share a lot in common. Well, you have more than you thought, Cliff, (laughs) because you are very close to Donald Duck right now living in Florida. (laughs) Very close, very close. Me and Donald, we hang out on the weekends. Did you know, Cliff, that it is a tradition in Sweden to watch Donald Duck cartoons on Christmas Eve. It's been going on since 1959. TV1 broadcasts an hour-long Christmas-themed Disney special, and uh, Donald Duck is the choice. That's amazing. I think I knew that, but like it was one of those things that I think I knew that and then I forgot. So that's incredible. Yeah, no, me and all my Swedish peeps, we love Donald Duck. And I am getting down with my Scandinavian roots uh, this Christmas. We did Norwegian halibut last night. Got all crazy with a recipe I found on the internet. And it was it was good. It was all the way from Norway. I... I hate fish, so I'm just going to have to take your word for that. I do. I distinctly remember one time my grandparents came out for Christmas and my mom did not procure any herring. And that was apparently a travesty. So I went to, I don't know, seven grocery stores in Utah um, looking for pickled herring like in a jar with my grandpa. And he was just so frustrated that for some reason, no grocery store in Utah had pickled herring on literally Christmas Eve night. 
and it, I, I, I think we found some eventually. And I remember looking at it when we found it and going like, oh, my God, this is what we went to every grocery store in Utah for. It looked horrifying, but you know, neither here nor there, I suppose. Well, if not pickled herring, what's on your Christmas agenda? Ah, today uh, we are going to go to. Um, let's see if I can if I can tell you how to how to say it right. Um, the hoopty hoopty do review. I believe is what it's called. Oh, hoopty do review. Of course, it's a Christmas tradition. <laughs> it's at uh, Disney World. It is part of Fort Wilderness, and it is like a, a dinner show. So there's literally dinner and a show. It is kind of cowboy western themed. We've wanted to do it forever, and we just like happened to be able to grab a uh, a reservation for Christmas evening. So we'll be doing that. It'll be fun. We're going to do that and then go uh, over all the resorts and look at uh, the Christmas trees as well so it should be should be a lot of fun i'm gonna be driving around iowa because apparently kelly osborne is celebrating her christmas right here in my state like kelly osborne of the osborne's yes yes cliff (laughs) i've been joking around for a, a few days now about how most people drive around and look at christmas lights and i am going to be driving around looking for kelly osborne what's she doing in iowa she married Sid from Slipknot. So she and him are having their own Christmas <laughs> celebration. They're having a party here in Iowa. And you I just, just feel find like out where. I feel like I am a lucky, charmed human being and I might just trip and fall into their party. I don't know. I, I'm ready. Honest, I have not even thought about Kelly Osborne being a person since like the <laughs> Osborns were first like a thing on MTV, maybe back like the season one of the reality show. I have not thought about Kelly Osbourne. That that sounds like a fantastic way to spend Christmas. I can't think of any better way to do it. Well, it's not as popular as We Are So Xmas, but the Osbournes do have a podcast. <laughs> they do, don't they? So <laughs> that maybe is we could, maybe we could get Ozzy to guest spot. What do you think? Maybe. I mean, if we have room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're very busy and booked. Very busy. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> um, maybe we could get Slipknot to guest if if Ozzy's busy. Again, we we're just we're very exclusive. Yeah, uh, totally understood. Well, if you manage to find Kelly on Christmas Day in Iowa, you you give her my best. You tell her that Cliff says hey. I will. I'll be like, what's up from Cliff. <laughs> I will give you one more fun fact, okay? So um, Hallmark, the conglomerate at this point, right? So when you think about what they are responsible for, it's kind of kind of weird when you think about the fact that they, I don't want to say they invented greeting cards because they didn't, but they, they made them wildly popular in the United States. They've redefined what not just Christmas movies are, but like what almost like romantic comedies are what, uh, I mean, they have an entire genre of, of TV and, and movies based on, you know, kind of what they define as being popular. They do all these things. But, you know, one thing that I found out the other day, Brooke actually sent this to me, that Hallmark is responsible for that I didn't know is the popularity of wrapping paper in the United States. Oh, 
so back in the day, like uh, they started a, like a single store, you know, back before they were a, we have a store in every strip mall in the United States. They ran out of tissue paper at their store. And so they went in the back room and they had all this fancy French paper that, you know, with designs that normally, you know, when you get a, a very nice like invitation, there's often like a very fancy piece of paper um, put inside the card um, mm-hmm. to, I don't, I don't know what it's for, but it's there. That's why it was, it's more expensive. Exactly. Because it's fancy. They had paper meant for that and so they started selling that paper for 10 cents a piece in their store and people were like so enamored with the idea of being able to wrap their presents in this really beautiful paper um, they did it the next year and people were still really excited about it so the third year they actually started producing it and that was um, kind of what popularized uh, wrapping paper in the United States amazing right so they gave us cards. They gave us, I don't know, Valentine's Day, plus like 40 other, you know, made up holidays, Hallmark movies and wrapping paper. Well, do you want to know who actually invented the very first Christmas card? I do. The very first Christmas card was printed in 1843 and it was commissioned by Sir Henry Cole. It was a hand colored card and the picture on it was a family drinking wine. Oh, how very weird. <laughs> it sold pretty recently at auction. Do you want to guess how much it sold for back in 2015? Oh, so much more than you should pay for a family drinking wine that was hand colored. Um, more than more than you should pay, but it, it wasn't as it exorbitant crazy. as I would have guessed. Hmm, let's see. I'm going to say uh, $210,000. Way less. $10,513.84. Well, that's actually not very much. I mean, that is still a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. You can't <laughs> even get a Kia for that. You can't get a Kia. Maybe a used Kia. Well, probably yeah. not, in, not, not in today's used car market. Come on. Um, mm-hmm. You can get a, a very nice bike for that these days. Mm-hmm. Well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. And to all a good night. We did it. We, we did it. it. <laughs> <laughs>